Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Demon Slayer Chronicles, presented by Popped Off. Demon Slayer Chronicles is a weekly Demon Slayer podcast where each and every week we dive into an episode of the anime, alongside its characters, lore, and more. As always, I am your host, Andrew Nimsgren, and this week I have Dylan Beal and James Graham with me to wrap up this really good arc. And I think we're kind of finally coming to an end after this week. We finally have the 12 Kazuki officially defeated. We have some introduction to some new concepts. Just what do you guys think of this episode following up such a good one last week? I think it's hard to, to actually follow that one up. Um, but there is one moment I think the episode is basically all around. The one moment that's just like the the quintessential moment. I think it does it well. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, a... It doesn't exactly carry on the same, like, it, it, it carries on some of the hype, but it, like, I don't know, it really puts everybody's character into perspective so much more, like, from the last episode, right? Because, I mean, we leave, we leave off on a massive cliffhanger, it's, like, super hype and all this shit, and then, as Andrew's gonna explain very shortly, none of it really matters. Everything matters, as long as you put your heart and soul oh, into stop. it. stop, start reading your, no, wait, is it, who starts talking? It's Dylan, that if you want to jump into the rhythm roll, it is Dylan. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Make sure you tell your friends about us, I guess. <laughs> and leave a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, because it's super, super important. Yeah, and if you believe in the power of friendship like Andrew does, apparently, let us know over on uh, Twitter at popped underscore off, or email us at contact at poppedoff.com. We'll also take suggestions. It wasn't the power of friendship. It was the power of perseverance and never giving up. But that's besides the point, because we're going to talk about episode 20, Pretend Family, on this episode. So, Tanjiro collapses from his wounds and continuing that fight from last one, and starts to crawl towards Nezuko, who isn't moving now. He smells blood behind him and realizes that he doesn't smell the normal ash smell when demons are killed by his sword. Rui behind him stands up and tells Tanjiro that he cut off his own head with his threads right as he was about to cut off his head, so that he wouldn't die. He's now more pissed off than he was before, and he encircles Tanjiro's with his threads and starts to mince him. Giyu arrives suddenly to save him and congratulates Tanjiro on lasting so long. Rui throws a sheet of web at Giyu with his empowered threads, and Giyu uses a unique 11th form to shred through all of them instantly before even getting close. And we'll save a little bit. I want I want. James to dive into the full behind that because I know he's excited and then literally walks towards Rui and beheads him easily daughter continues to run down the mountain and remembers how uh, she was saved by Rui in return that she would join the family and take some of his blood there were many siblings in the family and all were punished if they did something Rui didn't like like revert back to their traditional form talk back pretty much anything that he'd saw as not a good family thing to do one time even killing a sibling who tried running away by threading them up to be burned by the sunlight. The daughter runs into Murata and puts him in one of her cocoons that will liquefy him if in there long enough, and Shinobu instantly appears behind her and knocks her down on the ground. 
Um, she begins begging for her life, blaming Rui for everything. And Shinobu says, like, no, we can be friends if you just tell me how many people you've actually killed. And if you tell me how many people you actually kill, you'll be tortured based on the number of people. And then you're good. Um, the daughter doesn't really like this answer and refuses. So Shinobu then injects her using her insect breathing, a poison with the wisteria in it that will then kill her since Shinobu does not have the strength to cut off a demon's head. And her sword doesn't look like it could really cut off a demon's head either. Um, Shinobu then frees Murata, who is now clothless and embarrassed. Meanwhile, Tanjiro is uh, crawling back over to Nezuko and drapes himself over her body. Um, as Rui dies, he thinks back to why he made his, pretend, his pretend family. We learn that he doesn't really have any memories of when he was human. And looks upon Tanjiro and Nezuko, wishing what he had what they do. So, let's just jump right to the core part. I guess, before we get to the 11th form, the reason of why the 11th form is... Rui didn't die last episode. After how amazing everything was, Rui didn't die. He cut his own head off. Do we like that decision? Like, let's start off with maybe a nitpicky thing, and let's see if it's nitpicky. But, do you feel like that made last episode not as good? No, I think last episode is still just as good. Um, it's still really awesome. Um, but I wish they would have done it slightly more different. Um, but I still like the idea of like, yeah, Tanjiro literally just went like the strongest he could possibly, like we can conceive of him being strong, and he had Nezuko, just everything going all out on him, and it still wasn't enough. And I think that is a good point to make in terms of the power scaling of all this and putting it in context but i just wish they would have done it slightly different because it doesn't feel good for him to just go oh yeah i just cut my head off yeah like i don't know i used to do a lot of like text-based like uh like form roleplay and stuff like that and this is like the ultimate like god mode move where it's like okay well i just did this like you know while you were doing this move you know what i mean like it just it felt cheap it, like like i think if they would have in the final frame of, like, the last episode, I think if maybe you had gotten, like, if you'd seen, like, one thread going from basically where he was being decapitated sort of thing, and it would have been something that you'd have to go back and rewatch or something like that, I would have been more okay with it. But it felt very, like, I, it, you just, it felt like almost like a cop-out, even though it is supposed to show, like, a good representation of the power scaling between, you know, Tanjiro is, like, you know, he's doing some crazy flashy shit, but he's still, like, he's still, like, a bottom, maybe not bottom, but he's a bottom-ranked Demon Slayer as far as, like, the hierarchy goes, right? Yeah, I'm just trying to, like... So, even though it's not the best, I'm just trying to compartmentalize it a little bit because, like, I think it needs to be shown in this way because you need to have the last episode and not take away from it. Like, I think mm, that yeah, needs I to agree, be yeah. a really good moment. And so, even though, like, yeah, like, it was a kind of a cheap way for him to do it, for me, I'm just thinking about it in... He could have done anything. It could have just been, like... The very last second he could have rolled out of the way it, it it that part doesn't matter um the part that matters to me is that they didn't kill him and so i that's my takeaway from it rather than the you know the the functionally how did it happen i'm not that concerned with like i'm just concerned with he went all out it didn't work out for him and i think that's the important part and that's at least my takeaway from it i think i think yeah i'm oh, so, oh, oh, sorry i was just gonna say like i think i would have more issue of it if it didn't get resolved like there wasn't a resolution as quick as there is afterwards. You know what I mean? Like, cause I mean, you have this, like, you have this immediate, like, Oh shit. Like it didn't matter. 
like what the hell and then Giyu just shows up you know what I mean so I mean like that I think for me makes it a lot like I I, I it, it phases me a lot less because you have this like it's like an oh shit moment and then it's like an oh shit moment you know what I mean you get you like it's it's a very quick transition yeah and like I said last week that like this was an episode I've watched so many times and honestly when I was I watched this episode back to back I forgot Rui didn't die like for me that, that last episode just feels so complete and I'm so happy with it that I don't really have an issue with it and again a lot of these times when I try to bring up these little like oh this or that like I'm just trying to start a conversation like I don't think this takes away from last episode I, I definitely agree with Dylan kind of the power scale like yep yeah, Tanjiro did everything and it still wasn't enough and I do agree that if it still would have been like another it would have been like a three episode fight after this between Giyu and Rui I wouldn't have been happy but I always felt like this still was a good ending and it never took away from last episode I, I definitely agree with a lot of the points both of you made so I don't have an issue with this I think it would have been cool for I mean the whole concept uh, I mean I brought it up before but kind of like the whole bleach thing like there's the ranks and all that kind of stuff like oh and the lower five. So they didn't really explain this, but there's the upper six and the lower six. So the lower five is actually the 11th ranked moon. Which, it, which is not clear in the show. So like it's a very low one. So it would have been cool to see like, we already realized like how big the gap is going to be between 11 and one. So it would have been cool for Tangiro to take down the 11th. Because are we really going to go not 10, 9, 8, 7? Like, we're not going to fight all of them in order. So probably the next one we fight will be, like, the 7th or the 6th or something kind of like that. And just giving him a chance to kind of prove himself here, I think, would have been cool. But I'm still totally fine with Giyu doing it. And I think the big thing is, too, is that, like, Giyu praises him. You know what I mean? Like, and, I, like, yeah. and like, Giyu doesn't, like, I mean, he's not a warm character. We've already very much established that this is not somebody who, like, is very emotional, right? So you feel like the sentiment is genuine where he's just like, yo, thanks for like lasting this long. You know what I mean? So I think that in itself kind of represents, you know, how, how strong Tanjiro is just the praise from Giyu alone. Yeah. But Tanjiro got to get that coin. We learned from the one demon slayer that got sliced up into chunks. You go up in the ranks, you get the money. Tanjiro needs that money. <laughs> So this is actually the first time that Giyu is seeing Tanjiro since the opening of the show, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'm guessing in the next episode, we're probably going to get a really cool dialogue. I hope we get a really cool dialogue. I hope Giyu doesn't just fucking leave. Giyu's just going to be Giyu and he's just going to But dip. wouldn't that make sense? It, it, so, yeah. it would make wouldn't sense. Wouldn't it make sense for him just to kill it and say, don't die and leave? Right, yeah, no, that, that makes sense. But I want him to say, like, I want them to talk because, like, it's been two at least two years it's been like, yeah, it's yeah, been years, probably been yeah. like two yeah two, it, he, he yeah. was with the work for training for like for ages right and then all the yeah, adventures in between right so yeah so it's been two years plus the adventure so i don't like i want them i want it i want them to talk <laughs> i want them to be like you, you, you know, orokodaki taught you well or whatever like i can't i'm glad you made it this far something give give us something give us a, give some substance yeah exactly right can we just can we talk about dead calm Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, we can talk about Dead Calm. James, talk about it, please. So yeah, so okay. So I was like I was so stoked because I was like, I get this is this is this is where I swing the argument. Because Tanjiro's a water user, Giyu's a water user, I'm golden. And then I'm like, Tanjiro's not even paying attention. He's too busy crawling over to Nezuko. He doesn't even notice this badass move going on. So but that being said though, 
dead calm is like the living in bo- like the the move that is the embodiment of Giyu. and i think that is so cool it is the most like accurate representation you can get in this guy altogether and i think it is done so well it's so well animated and so well represented that ryu doesn't even like doesn't see him slashing any of the threads and doesn't even see him until he's already passed like like as he's moving out of like the corner of his eye and he's already cut his friggin' head off like it like that that had me like losing my shit i was loving it dude straight up walks up to him (laughs) yeah he walks man he He walks up to him and kills him that's (laughs) It, like he was i think he's like in like correct me if i'm wrong but in the scene he's like mid saying something yeah, yeah he's starting to like monologue again Rui's monologue yeah, yeah exactly yeah, monologue like, king <laughs> yeah and the other thing is incredible. too incredible is giyu's sword is not raised at all it's 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 in it like it is in you never see it, it is in a stance that he's like it, it, you could react from it but it's low it's in front of him and it's just giyu looking at you those dead ass eyes dude like it's oh man like, like th- this is this is like I guess like almost the it's like stereotypical like 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 samurai anime of where like all you see is the hilt go up a little bit and then they're and dead. it goes back down and <laughs> yeah. then he's like wait what and it's psh, and like these like sp- explodes or whatever and it's basically it actually is just basically that oh 100 percent yeah it's like you don't even get like he just like he, he teleports dude basically teleports like it's sick like and and I and, and this is it this is like that crazy parallel, or like, yeah, not, uh, yeah, par- I guess parallel between the two representations of water, one being crashy, crashing, like, you know, like, uh, like swirling momentum, all that shit. And then you just have this, like, really, really calm, like, you know, water. And it just, r- r- river versus a pond. River versus, and, and bo- yeah, both are just their personalities. Yeah. It's just, oh man, like, I, I couldn't get over this scene when it happened. Like, I hit the replay on this, like, three or four times when it happened, because, and the other thing is too is like, this isn't something Irokodaki taught. This is Giyu. Like this is a hundred percent Giyu because we know Irokodaki only taught ten forms, right? There's only ten. Official There's only forms. ten official forms, right? So, you this is like it's so cool to see so much of somebody's personality embodied into a move and then like portrayed so properly. I'm sure like whoever's listening is getting sick of me just like rambling on about the same shit, but it like, it, it I don't know, man. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, and I just think the I just think like so. First off, we kind of mentioned this a couple episodes ago when we thought the whole fight was going to be Rui versus Giyu. It's kind of seeing the power level between, so that okay, obviously Tanjiro and Inosuke and all of them are no match for a twelve moon. Well, we saw that Tanjiro kind of was. I mean, yes, he didn't kill him, but he held his own. And a lot of a lot of other demons would die there. A lot of other demons don't have a way to cut off their own head. So a lot of other demons do die there. So Tanjiro does beat a different blood art there, possibly. Um, but the Giyu walking up to the 11th out of the 12 Kazuki, and just no effort, like not even sweating, just goes to show the difference, like how big of a, like the Hashira, like Tanjiro had a fight for his life, and the Hashira are just god-level creatures, pretty much in terms of, in, in terms of humans. Hey, but, but the thing is, though, they're like basically they're these gods but i'm guessing that like they probably can't just stand up to the like the upper six or whatever yeah i'm I'm sure i'm sure that the power difference between like the lower and the upper ones are like almost as big Mm. which is gonna be because otherwise they would just go and just kill them right 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm really interested to see, like, the age representation of the other lower six. Because Riri's, like, you know, the, this whole his whole thing is he's a kid, right? He's a kid and he wants a family and stuff like that. That makes me think that they've rotated through the lower six pretty quick if you have a kid in there, right? Now, demon aging well, and stuff no, like that, right? Like, I, I was going to say, because they don't age. It's just whenever you become a demon, I think, well, you're kind of locked in. I, you could be, too, right? Like, that's, a, that's another thing. But I don't know. Like, Ryu doesn't, like... His, his family concept has all the same members, you know what I mean? And he seems to be pretty frivolous on how he, like, ha- who he kills off and stuff like that. So it makes me feel like he's not, ha- he hasn't been there that long, you know what I mean? That's, that's at least my argument. I don't know, though. But he also, but they also said that, um, Rui's one of, um, I think they call him, like, that man's favorites. Mm. That, like, Rui's one of the few that does, is allowed to give out his blood to others. That's true. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, they did mention that because remember, Muzan kind of put something in demons so that they always fight. Like it's not normal for demons to be a pack. Yeah, good point. We talked about that a couple episodes again as well. So Rui was very different. I think he would have been. I think he could be weaker. He maybe not got as much of the blood, but also he's a kid. He probably can't take as much as a full-grown man or a full-grown woman to be able to take of the blood early on. I don't know if that does have a factor in it. But I think Rui was there a while, and that it might have some kind of repercussions from Muzan, because it's just yeah, if he does have that special permission to give out his blood, I think that does mean some kind of relationship between the yeah, two. Yeah, true enough, well, absolutely. Well, no, I I thought it I thought it was probably just whoever's in the the twelve Kizuki can do that just because they're so strong. That's another. That's another I, thing I, I that, assume yeah. it's not Maybe. just I assume yeah. it's not just him because I even though they don't they don't go as packs. I assume you still have like some lackeys or followers? some like, yeah lackeys yeah, yeah, yeah followers. In in the same way that Muzan isn't like hanging around with the twelve Kizuki all the time. Yeah, he's just gonna. But they're you're the fair. followers, kind of. Yeah, true enough. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it'd be curious. I guess yeah. Now that I mean, this is arcs kind of coming to an end. It'll be setting up another demon. The last we had six episodes left after this. So it'll probably be setting up for another demon and trying to see if um, that one's the solo one, that what repercussions are moves on. It'll be interesting to see how this is because one of the 12 strongest demons, I guess, yeah, the plus moves on on top of that is now dead. Seeing if that shakes up and changes everything. Like, James, you said like, oh, if there's a kid in here, they probably circle through pretty quickly. I hear sure. But like, what if they don't? Yeah. Like, what if they're hard to find? Like, what if this is the first... Of the twelve Kazuki to die in years, like we don't know what because yeah, we we don't know this. when when that one got sent down. He got demoted, yeah, the, like the the drum dude. Yeah. Oh, that is true. So that maybe the ranks move, but just because the ranks move doesn't mean they die. And we also don't well, know no, how no, long. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, if a rank, if he moves down, we had to have a new one come up. Yeah. But we don't know how long that's been. Like yeah. it could have been yeah. hundreds of years. Yeah. One. That's true. One final point I want to kind of have on the Rui Giyu discussion is that. Um, Rui uses a move that he didn't use against Tanjiro to try and fight Giyu. Like, also kind of representing, I think, the power state scale well, as as far as, like, how nasty Ryu was. You know what I mean? Um, I also think he was just really pissed off, too. Well, like, I think I he mean, was playing with Tanjiro a little bit as well. I think so, too, because he was pretty, he was pretty gradual in how much force he wanted to exert. But I think he was legitimately trying to go all out on Giyu, and Giyu just still made him... You know, like he just chopped his head off in one move. You know what I mean? So, I I think that does. I think that speaks for how strong Ryu actually was and how strong Giyu is, right? 
But I think I think we should really switch switch over to the uh, the other Hashira that's chilling there. I think I've... I think Shinobu is kind of fucked up, dude. Yeah. She's I think she's insane, dude. She is sick. Like, oh my god, like Dylan. After the last episode, Dylan's hidden on her and all <laughs> that. Like, you still feel the same way after all this? Well, no, she's. I mean, well. All right, listen. Choose your just, words carefully here. Yeah, I think be, she's of age, so you could be you're good. Just just because a, a, a queen is evil doesn't mean she's less hot. Oh my god, dude! He knows no shame. No, but like, she she is like actually incredibly scary. I think it's just because she has that like calm, sweet demeanor. Um, and then it's like, oh no, you're just gonna be tortured. Yeah, you got to atone. Like, I don't know, man. That like as soon as you start exploring that whole like atonement process sort of thing, characters get real twisted real quick, right? All I'm going to say is a couple episodes ago, you guys were on board with not showing mercy or anything like that. So that, that you should be on board with this. I like, I, I am. I'm, I'm not, I'm not against it, but like <laughs> you can tell like just how she interacts with this demon. You want to learn her backstory. You want to know everything about her that got to this point because no one is like this normally. Like, yes, a lot of people hate demons. I mean, something happened to her family. Something happened to her. Like, like the fact of where she is now is that she doesn't have the strength to cut off demons' heads. But she has learned to make... She learned the breathing process. She learned to make poisons to kill these demons. She wants to torture demons, but she's still calm and always smiling. Like, that's not someone that is just naturally raise that somebody that's not stable man (laughs) something's wrong behind the scenes and you want to know what and that doesn't make her a bad thing that makes her that's we always talk about how this show does such a good job with these characters and this is another example of just how she interacts with one demon not even changing emotions or really how she talks in her voice is you know there's so many levels to this character and you want to know everything about her and how she's so powerful without being the traditional demon slayer. Like, and she doesn't have an element, like an elemental breathing. It's insect breathing. It's not water or stone or whatever we want to do there. Like, it's a non-element as well. Like, there's so much to her that's so unique and so cool. I, yeah, and I don't think, I don't think the, the type of breathing really takes away from, from the, like, the power of it either, right? Like, I think... No. Like, in... And I think what takes away from the power of it is that goddamn sword, and how like there it's like it's like a half a sword, if that, right? Like it, it, it's like a it's a like one one hundred. <laughs> yeah, that thing is a fire poker. Like that's that's like, but like I mean, she like she makes it work, man. And she's yeah, that chick is gutless. You can give a shit, man. Does she do it so that it's lighter, so she can strike faster to get the poison? Anything, or why do you think her sword's like? Because it's literally like it's not sharp, so it's just an indent in it. That's just long and thin, so like you can't cut with that part. It's just a flat surface. Well, we don't know if it's we so don't. You, you can't really tell if it's bladed or not. You can't tell if that in. It looks flat. It looks yeah. like it's hard to cut with that. Like let's say it is not that. So do you think like what do you think the purpose of the design is when you know now she can't cut off a demon's head? So clearly she has to poison all demons to kill yeah, him. Yeah, do you just, think? just just to get the poison in. Yeah, she yeah she's, just to make it yeah, quicker. She has it's a like sl- a stinger. Yeah, she has a slight build, so I mean like you you move something like that like quick on its own and then you make like i mean and she's like she's probably fast on her own anyways why not give her less steel to move around you know what i mean so i think like it just i think it all aesthetically and thematically like this character is like perfect like i think i think they really really did a good job with 
presenting her in such a short period of time and making you really, really interested on like the, the mechanics of how her character works. Almost as much as Giyu, but I just have a soft spot for Giyu. Yeah, but can we also talk about, like, we're talking about Shinobu right now, but was it surprising to you guys when we learned that the daughter had killed, like, 50 to 60 people? Or 50 plus? Like, that seemed like we don't ever hear, like, numbers very often, but just kind of getting an idea of how many people she killed and that she wasn't even that powerful. She almost killed my boy Murata, man. Like, <laughs> she almost she almost liquefied him but yeah like i mean it is it is weird to actually see that that representation like i mean you don't usually get that too often like i mean even with even with uh rui like you only knew that there was like a demon presence on the mountain you didn't really know like how many people he killed or anything like that right so i mean it is it is it's i don't know i like i don't know what to call it to like have that that actual representation in front of you and be like oh okay and, and we also don't know, like, how long this takes place. Like, this could have been 50 over 200 years. Like, we yeah, just, like, don't true. know. Because, like, demons don't really age. So it's it's hard to judge because, like, 50 is a lot in, like, a year. But 50, it's, like, not a lot for a demon in, like, 200 years. So who knows? Who knows? True, but I mean, I mean 50 murders are still 50 murders <laughs> well, no well, matter no, I'm how far terms, you spread them out, Dylan. No, I'm saying in terms of demon power, like, that makes sense. Like, 50 seems like a lot, but, like... It's not a lot for demons like taking that much blood over over that much time. Yeah, and she's got a weird process of doing it too, so she probably doesn't get like full value. Yeah, uh, that was another thing I was wondering. Like, like, don't you have to like eat the human? So like, does she just well, not? Well, it's about get it's, it's, it's about the blood, right? And she like liquefies them, so you definitely you definitely lose some of that in the process, right? Like, you have. Well, no, because the blood's still there. It's just it mushed up. Oh, <laughs> that's gross to think about. I've not thought about what's inside the cocoons after they disappear. Like, yeah, like disappear. like she liquefies everything in the cocoon and pokes a little hole and just. No, stop it! Stop it! Have you, Why? Have you, have you, do you guys remember a couple years ago a picture of when someone opened up that tomb, and it was like the the mummy sitting in the water? No. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, just just look it up. Just look up like a uh, like mummy soup. Oh. Is it... <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna make Andrew yak, man. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, all right. We're, okay. Do we do do we want to talk about Chernobyl? Like, what else do we want to talk about that's not this? Uh, her character Dylan, design's awesome. Have... Her character design's really cool. Like the mat. Like like this show does a really good job with its like theming, um, and building characters around those themes. Like Sinitsu, lightning, perfect. He looks good. He he's perfect for that theme. Um, like he even acts that same way, and they do that for like all the characters as well. And Shinobu, perfect. It's like a butterfly. She has really big eyes. The way that she moves is like kind of very floaty. Um, I, I don't. I really like it. I love the character design in the show. It's so good, and it just it keeps being good. And her sword is literally a stinger. So I mean, like that's even like even better. It, it is that insect theme too. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So actually, I actually love that he brought up the sword there because I, I kind of want to move on to the topic of the week a little bit. This is a little bit of a longer episode again, and the, the um. Shinobu's sword is actually kind of the source of this week's topic, right, James? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, we wanted to talk about, like, up until basically now, we've only seen demons really killed with uh, with a sword and a straight-up decapitation, right? Pretty straightforward. Or sunlight. Or sunlight, pretty, yeah. I mean, that was always the trope, but I mean, like, to speed that process along. But what we, uh, what I, what I wanted us to talk about this week is how many other ways can you kill a demon, like, with a weapon? You know what I mean? Like, 
and what weapon would you kind of use to do it with? Would you go for like you know the traditional sword and the decapitation? Would you go for the poison and just like stab the shit out of them? Or would you go for like a giant mace and just clean somebody's head right off? Like how would you do it? Andrew, you can start because I know you got real excited because you googled the weapon. So, I guess before we talk about that, do we think it needs to be a bladed weapon? Do we think that you could just decapitate like with a giant, like just a traditional mace? You know, what most people know what a mace looks like. If you ever play Skyrim or anything like that, just the level one mace. Could you just swing that and take someone's head off and kill a demon? If I, think- I think if if you could, if you could do that, then yes, but it's really inefficient and it's probably really hard to do that. So why would you? I'm saying I'm saying you could if it was made of the same steel that the sword's made out of. Like, I think you could. I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, I I think it's more difficult, but I think it's do. I feel kind of. I think Dylan's biggest argument is that it's not easy. Like we see how tough Ruby's skin is. So like when you try to literally rip off us, like how much force you have to do to rip that off. For a normal person, and now you have to do that with a demon that already has strength skin. I think makes it a lot harder, but I think it's doable. I think I th- I think it depends on the circumstance. Like I mean, with with a sword, you are aiming for a very narrow target. You know what I mean? If you're if you're if you're using like a mace, you got this big old head you can aim for. You know what I mean? And if you can at least like if you can stun once, and then take the whole thing off in the second blow, you're doing a lot better than trying to aim for a narrow ass neck. You know what I mean? And most people aren't fighting the 12 because Yeah, that's so the other it's thing. It's probably too. a lot easier. Yeah, exactly, right? But for me, I actually really, I, 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 this literally came up like right before I had a different idea. But I'm going to take kind of a playbook from Shinobu. I'd use a crossbow with Wisteria infused bolts. Oh, it's because you're a bitch. That's why. He's a punk. <laughs> you know? I think we, I don't know if we talked about it on this show, but like, whenever I play games, like, Bow and arrow, snipers, I'm always that kind of a class. So, like, I'd still be trained in swordsmanship, but, like, wouldn't it be cool just to sit, like, kind of be, like, kind of a rogue type and just sit in the trees and just shoot them with a crossbow and, oh, you're dead now. Like, congratulations, you lose. You didn't even see me. But you would need a big-ass bolt to, like, to the... No, it just needs a pierce. I guess so, and you would... If it has wisteria Would you, like, poison it? it? Like, would you poison the crossbow? Yeah. Okay, all right. Poison-tipped arrows. All right. I think that sounds cool and that fits my character. And it's so you don't die very often using that. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, it's something. All right. Self perseverance. Jesus. Dylan, what about you, buddy? Um, so my weapon, um, is going to be a weapon not, maybe not too many people know exists. Um, but if anyone has ever seen, um, the one armed boxer versus the flying guillotine, um, it would be the flying guillotine. Uh, which basically is just like uh, it, it, it's like this like it's a thing that encloses on someone's head and has blades all around it and it's on a big chain and you whirl it around and you throw it on someone's head and you pull <laughs> oh, it. Oh, I've seen this before. And it yanks someone's and it cuts someone's head off, which I think for a demon would be perfect. Yeah, why haven't we? And, seen and it? also, with that weapon is incredibly ridiculous. <laughs> To use your word from last episode, could egregious. it be called edgy? It would be egregious, is what it is. I wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't say it's edgy because, in the context of the movie that it's in, it is not edgy. It's just <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> All right, James, how about you? Oh, yours? I go with the mace, buddy. Got to go with it. Really, go big old two-hander. Hell yeah, dog. Love that stuff. Love it. Tons of just like, you know, 
you gotta you gotta you gotta beat that you gotta beat them around a little bit before you take their head off. As much as I like Giyu's aesthetic and I love the idea of that, that just ain't me, man. That just ain't me. Yeah. My my second option I was gonna do before was gonna be a double edged halibird. So that you just kinda beat you can always just try to go for the headshot and that misses and then you use the other blade to take the leg or something like that. I think that'd be really cool and hard to use, but it still sticks with the bladed weapon. Who you Darth? Are you Darth Maul? Is that what you? Is that what you? Pretty yeah. much. I was thinking a double sided lightsaber is kind of where the concept came from originally. Um, I actually want to adjust mine. I want to replace my arm with really big claymores. <laughs> Wait, like claymores? Those are just like giant balls, aren't they? No, claymores. They're just big swords. It's a real big sword. He wants to be like guts. Oh, claymore swords. Got it. Yeah, so I just have like sword arms. Sword. <laughs> We actually haven't seen any sort of like amputation adaptation, body in- modification. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. We haven't seen any of that in the show yet, which I, I'm, which is interesting because they made mention one time to like demons being able to regrow things, but demon slayers never do. Yeah, and like, so, like, like that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like, I mean, it's a redundant statement unless they were gonna build on it. You know what I mean? So yeah, true. But I think that only leaves one thing left, Dylan. Here's a Taisho secret. So in this episode, um, and I think a couple other times, we see um, that Shinobu um, and Giyu have a little inscription on the on their sword, like near the hilt, mm-hmm. um, that some of the others don't have. Um, the words there are um, actually Aki Misato, which roughly translate to destroy all evil demons. And so it's a special in- inscription, and I'm guessing that it might be tied uh, to something coming up. Um, I'm, you know, like maybe with being high rank and getting a different sword, we might see it there. Um, but, um, the one thing that's weird about it is it's four characters. And so the thing with like the Japanese characters, like whenever you see it, it looks similar to a a Chinese character is that, um, it's a representation and it's really contextual. So whenever you see it, usually you, you talk about it in context and you know how to pronounce it because of the context. Okay. Um, that's, that's why typically you'll see like in a lot of slice of lives, someone will say, Oh, my name is this. It's spelt with the, um, uh, you know, it's spelt with the, like the, the letter for moon and the thing for sun. Oh, like, so the, yeah. Like it's like in tower, like, so it's blank as in tower. Like I think they do that in, um, rascal. Yeah. So yeah. Do, so yeah, like, yeah. So the reason why they oh. do that is because if you just put the character by itself in no context, you don't know how it's pronounced exactly. Um, and so the thing with this is those four together, you can basically understand what it means, but it sounds weird, like the, having those four characters. Those four characters are usually only seen together in Japanese uh, like Japanese anime and old video games. Nice. And so contextually, people understand what those mean now because of like old video games. So, huh. so they've actually like created their own context like just yeah be, be, because like the whole idea of like having this like edgy sword that kills demons isn't necessarily tied to like like actual old japanese context it's more of like here's an anime and video game thing of where we go around with swords killing demons i love that that's awesome I... that's awesome but also like the explaining in context i never understood why they did that they do that in so many shows like I feel like I'm understanding the Japanese. I like. I feel like a lot of these tips are just like Japanese culture that like we don't know, or at least I don't know because I'm dumb. Well, I mean, so I love they, this. This is cool. They even talk about that in like My Hero when it's like the Izuku. Like, it's either Midoriya or Izuku, like with the character by itself means Deku as well. 
Like it's like that because of the context, right? Or the lack yeah. the lack of context. So, so yeah, no man, that's awesome. That's a really good one. That's cool shit. That's that is that's probably one of my favorites. Actually. Yeah. Uh, but perfect. I think with that though, we're gonna wrap up episode twenty of Demon Slayer Chronicles. Yeah. So make sure to tell all your friends about the Demon Slayer Chronicles and uh, hit us with that five star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on. Make sure you check out popdot.com and twitter.com slash popdot for updates on this podcast and all the other stuff we do. And just as a reminder, we cross-promote on the other ones, so we want to do it here. We also do do a weekly My Hero podcast. We've gone through the entire fourth season already. Um, we are now going through additional topics. We're weaning through Vigilantes. We're about to do a sh- um, shipping episodes and character deep dives and all that kind of stuff, too. It's already things that will be out for you guys as well. So you can go back and check out all those. I know timeline's a little weird. We're doing a lot of these now as we're recording so far in the past. But there'll be a lot of really cool episodes for you guys to check out on that as well. So make sure to go check out our My Hero podcast all as well called Class 1A. But with that, that'll be all for this week. And we hope to see you back here next Wednesday.